I liked this movie. This movie was bad. I did not like this movie. Movie bad. Bad movie. I loved this movie. Fuck this movie. I really did not like this movie. Oh no! Don't ruin the movie for me. I loved this movie. The movie was good. Alright, I just want to warn you, spoiler alert. Happy Monday. Yeah. Alright. Is this episode <laughs> gonna come out on a Monday? Then that will make no sense. I love it, it. it will because of the movie we're talking about. But first, uh, yeah, welcome to welcome to Spoiler Alert, a moving picture podcast. I'm your host, Eric. Joined with me as always is uh, the man in the hooded blanket. Franklin and Bash himself. I'm Nick. You're, yeah, Nick Franklin Bash. That's what they call me. The movie we're talking about, of course, is God's Godzilla. Is, yep. <laughs> is Garfield the movie? And his famous catchphrase is, of course, I hate Garfield. Mondays. That's his. Oh, name. what is it? It's I hate Mondays. Right. Yeah. Um, it was I'm Garfield. So before we jump into that, we're uh, we're just gonna go into the usual. How you been? How's your week been, buddy boy? Uh, you know, off to a hot start. Nice long day at work. Uh, making deals, snapping necks, cashing checks. The agency life. Uh, yeah. Follow me on LinkedIn. How's your week? Oh, it was uh, also my birthday. That's fun. Yeah, it was your birthday. So uh, that was my week. It was your birthday? Uh, that's all I did. It's been a good. Uh, it's been felt like it moved pretty quick. We uh, I I just now looked in the mail, received a conclusion to our story from last week. My check for my bet. Yay. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I can uh, quit my job and become exactly the uh, man I was supposed to be by becoming a carny. Like a, <laughs> like circus folk. Yep. Oh, nice. One FanDuel check, and now I've realized that I don't need to work for money anymore. I'm just going to live off of my one bet. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you can live off the interest off of $800 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, I'm just uh, preparing for the move to Los Angeles in a couple weeks. Uh, yes, been playing the Avengers game. I'm playing a little more tonight. I was zipping around as Iron Man. It's pretty sick. Oh, yeah, I just uh, I just beat Abomination in that. Yeah, it's pretty fucking lit, isn't it? Yeah. Remember, did you did you see after uh, you told me when you texted me? There's too much. There's a little too much platforming and I not know. enough fighting, and to turn into just fighting. I immediately like, ate my words. Yeah, it's like a brawl. It's uh, the so what I'll say so far. I've noticed is I think the. Um, the best part about it is just I feel like it gives you enough time as each Avenger. I mean, so far you can only be the Hulk and uh, Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Marvel, yeah. Yeah. In the part I'm in right now, I got another hero. His name's Iron Man because yeah, I just I've told heard you. Of him. Yeah. And I don't know. It does. It feels. It follows a pretty you know standard. Just mash the buttons and punch. But you definitely feel slight differences in like how each hero plays like iron man kind of has half of a on rail shooter slash you can like fly around and turn into a a jet plane hulk smashing around and and miss marvel's a little spider-man-y when you're slinging around sometimes Uh, yeah she does a lot of swinging yeah uh, so far it's a fun game i'm enjoying it it's a the one thing the one thing i'll say 
is I feel like the more I've played into it is the bigger the game's gotten. Cause now I have like a bunch of side missions I can do. And there's like a million of them. Yeah. So. That's what I was curious about because it's like coming off of uh Spider-Man miles Morales. That's like such an open world. And right now this feels very like tightly packed. Yeah. It, it's, it gets more role play later on. I've no, as I've started to get into, into like, once you get onto the chimera, which is like your, uh, your, the Avengers ship, um, you can go to the war table and essentially you can pick like different areas of the map you can go to. There's like a whole Hulk section of missions now for me to do. And like Iron Man, it's called the invincible Iron Man mission collection. Like it's, there's a bunch of missions just spread. Like each hero gets their own missions that and then it looks like it's following there's a then there's like the standard campaign missions that are going on that's pretty cool actually yeah so it actually like looks like we're gonna be pretty we're gonna have some shit to do for a little while yeah because i uh in case anyone doesn't realize me and nick both have the game i actually got it for (laughs) him for his birthday i hope that anyone i hope that everyone put those pieces together you're welcome i uh, wanted to acknowledge it since i didn't get you didn't get to open your gift this weekend for me but didn't i open it exactly well not really because i didn't wrap it i just gave it to you it was wrapped in cellophane that's true yeah i mean um i'm just happy to be talking i'm a little tired today so we're gonna try and bang this one out probably kind of cruise through it a little how dare you never show weakness uh by that we mean we're gonna zip it along make sure it's entertaining and crisp there great save tight 55 minutes i'm calling it now uh so i was thinking for our what we watched this week obviously we can kind of we can combine it i think with uh i was i was a naughty boy you didn't watch it did you dog it was very busy week so what how do we do this um i'll talk about what i think the movie might be about i don't know (laughs) i can just talk about what i what i did watch Oh, are you going to watch? So you're going to have to watch Driving Miss Daisy. I will watch it. All right. All right. Well, then should I just highlight Trading Places, Mm. I guess? Or should we save it? Let's save it for when I do my homework. (laughs) All right. So really bringing down the whole class. For for our first week of our Russian movelet segment where we we each pick a movie. I watched the movie. Nick, of course, didn't. I'm trying, dog. <laughs> and that means that uh, we're gonna save it for next week. So next week you gotta come in hot. Yeah, I'm you gotta watch come it twice. You gotta come in fucking spring in quotes from driving Miss Davy left and right. Miss Davy, I'll be like a uh, classic quote from driving Miss Daisy is like, "Damn, Miss Daisy, I'm driving you around all the time. Don't you ever want to sit up in the front?" That's what Morgan Freeman tells her, and I sound just like him. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, then, in that case, I'm going to. We'll just do a normal what we watch. Then we'll save the Russian Moulet Moulet reviews for next week. And all right. So then, what I watched this week was uh, last night. I finally was able to watch the movie Promising Young Woman. Mm, yes. It's a new. Uh, it's a new Universal movie that just dropped on VOD last week. I think it was just. It was in theaters on Christmas Day. So I think it just came out on PVOD with the whole like 17 day launch mm-hmm. release uh, cycle that Universal does. But um, yeah, it's a story about a woman who kind of moonlights uh, as a, I guess the best way I could put it is like, she was basically like Batman. 
she pretends to be like drunk and goes out to a nightclub alone and essentially sees like if she could get it how far a guy will go with her with taking her home and potentially like you know if she's like tipping out fall tipping over falling asleep and essentially she just is doing it as a way to um uh almost like deal with the trauma that her friend in in med school she was uh, suffered a sexual assault for the hands of a bunch of frat bros and uh, it's like her her own way to deal with uh deal with the trauma and her friend eventually i don't want to give too much away for nick because i know he needs to see it he does so, so i'm trying to like hold back a little bit of spoilery territory I mean, most of that i already knew all right yeah well i'm not going to give any stuff anything about like what happens to the friend or like what happens the, for the yeah. course of the plot it's got a pretty stacked cast you got carrie mulligan as the lead um i think she's honestly probably going to win Actually, no, I can't say that. I would say she would win. She's my choice for best actress right now, but I do know that um, Frances McDormand in Nomadland is getting all the love right now. But I have heard Carrie Mulligan being thrown around as the potential, uh, I guess, the one running with Frances McDormand in terms of like who has the best chance of winning. We have, um, what else do we got? We got Bo Burnham as the love interest. We got Christopher Mintz Plasse, your boy. Mintz Plus, not Plasse. It's just Plus. Christopher Mintz Plus. All right, your boy. My, uh, yeah, client. Um, he's in it for an extended cameo. You got Adam Adam Brody. Fucking Alfred Bellina is in it for like eleven minutes. <laughs> That's a pretty good amount of screen time. Yeah, um, it's a crazy and uh, it's it's just it's a kind of a darkly comedic but almost kind of the tone of it is a comedy with a horror atmosphere if that makes sense mm. it's not like a horror movie though but it's just like the it's way tense. that it, the way yeah the way it frames uh cassandra who's uh carrie mulligan's character the almost like imposing presence where she can just like go from what go from being like playing the drunken i guess a uh, vulnerable girl you to all of a sudden like flipping it around and waking up and then essentially like giving these guys like biggest like consent lesson ever mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah it's just i don't know i just found it really exciting i i don't want to i don't want to go too deep because the third act the last 27 ish minutes i'll say it does something honestly as ballsy of, of like a like a third act twist or a third act the way that the plot kind of takes a bright turn. I haven't seen a movie do this in a while. And it, it made me like, I actually paused the movie. It was like 20 minutes left. And I was like, I have no fucking idea how the rest of this movie is going to turn out. And yeah, it's just, I think you should watch it. I think you should add that to your list of stuff to watch. It's a uh, promising young woman. It's on everything now and to rent all the rental services. And yeah, I've seen a couple, some, some best pick not uh, buzz for it too. So really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I am pumped to watch that. I uh, I was gonna read the script last year, like when it was floating around, because it was big on the blacklist. Um, but then I saw everyone attached to it and who was involved, and I knew that the movie was gonna be fire. So I didn't want to spoil it for myself. I would like to read the script now that I've seen the movie, but seeing it unfold, I can I can just tell from watching it that I feel like out of all the movies I saw last year, it was the best. Like it was the best script just the way that um 
just the way that the dialogue was written it didn't feel overly preachy for what it was getting at and that's that's a big for me when it comes to stuff mm-hmm. like this with this subject matter is that i feel like it's gotta it's gotta tell a fine line between almost being this type this actually tells a really weird fine line of satirical and like it'll take events that shouldn't be really laughed at but like you're mm-hmm. kind of like you're in you're a little bit in on the joke but you're still it's still making your stomach kind of turn mm-hmm. and then it'll just it'll just rip it out from you and there all of a sudden there's just a really dramatic beat that's like and just like the way that the script the way the story unfolds it's it's just a really i don't really think i had any issues with the movie like now that i think about it mm-hmm. i'm trying to think about something that i i would say like it's a movie where like maybe like the first act starts off pretty like intriguing but it doesn't really tell you anything second act's really like a like a really fun just like an overall like fun experience like you're kind of like sitting there and you're thinking to yourself like i'm enjoying this character and she's kind of like a lot of stuff's going pretty well and then the third act is just like fucking bleak (laughs) like it's just just completely like a really grim grim last 25 minutes so yeah i would watch it yeah i definitely plan on it I'm trying to think what I watched. I watched like multiple episodes of different shows, but I didn't like complete anything. So I'm not sure what I should talk about. I mean, I guess I could talk about Yellowstone. Have I talked about that before? Because I watched another episode of that. You have talked. You've told me. I think you've talked about it a couple weeks ago. Just like. (sighs) It was on the pod though. Shit. I think you just mentioned. No, I don't know. You can give me a refresher if you want. Uh, well, it's it's a pretty sick show, honestly. It's like Taylor, Taylor Sheridan doing his thing. Kevin Costner on a ranch. Um, it's kind of like... I haven't seen The Sopranos, so I can't call it The Sopranos, but it's like a mob family almost. Like a crime family uh, basically in fucking uh, Montana. Uh, just similar vibes to Wind River and all that shit. I watched the second. Wind River is a good movie. So if it's like Wind River, then I, I honestly, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty into that. You should lead off with that next time. Oh, sorry. Every movie's like Wind River. Well, it's not even a movie. It's a TV show on the Paramount Network. Well, that, well, that's what, Spike TV. Yeah, you know everything's turning into Paramount because today I just found out that CBS All Access is becoming mm-hmm. Paramount Plus. Yes. Yeah. I, it's weird. They they've got all these names over at Viacom. They don't know what to call themselves. But Wind River, you'd recommend it? I would recommend Wind River and the show Yellowstone. That is similar in tone to Wind River. I just yeah, I realized also, yeah. Seinfeld. I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld. But... I slept over your house the other night and I fell asleep Seinfeld. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, it is uh quite the quite the event. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, yeah. Hey, you know what? You had a busy week and you watched something. This isn't this yeah. anything specific with our what we watched. It, it's just what you oh, watched. It doesn't have to be anything new because that's my issue that I wouldn't watch anything new that I hadn't seen before. No, I just, I just, I take it to highlight something I watched, but you can do whatever you want, man. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. You're bending the rules just for me. I mean, there wasn't any rules in place. I know. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll stick with Yellowstone and, uh, and the splash of Seinfeld is mine. More like a fucking guzzle. Yeah. No. Seinfeld is so fucking funny, though. It is. I Like, even not just, like, for a show that takes place in the 80s. Like, literally laugh out loud funny still. No, it has. It's the... It's one of, like, the top five sitcoms that I feel like just had never never aged. Yeah. Like, like you can tell, like, certain other shows kind of, like, 
they definitely live in the moment. They like, I feel like home improvement is, a, is like, it just feels too, too 90s to work today. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't feel like it would work. But when something Tim like Tim Allen some- also has just an incredibly 90s face and haircut. Tim Allen's never advanced past 1999 when Galaxy Quest came out. The best, the best sci fi movie ever made. Yeah. Honestly, Tim Allen looks like every man in the 90s. Like, I feel like all all the dads growing up, like when we were playing hockey and shit, like half of them looked like Tim Allen. Yep, Tim Allen was on our team. Every, Tim Allen was the dad of every single teammate we had. Well, half. Some of them did not look like Tim Allen. That's true. But just like the Tim Allen look of that hair, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like the Seinfeld hair. And just like his sort of leathery face, but it's kind of young. Just that's like all the grizzled man crack and shit that he was doing. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Anyway, uh, Tim Allen sponsored me. This podcast is sponsored <laughs> by Tim Allen. Yeah. A personal check from Tim Allen. Why don't we jump into the other thing that we that we both do know we watched, yes. which is WandaVision. So we didn't we didn't get to watch together this week um, because you're a busy boy and I was too impatient to wait for you. And yeah, uh, this week saw Wanda and Vision in, I guess this was the 70s Brady Bunch era TV. Um, it was the Brady the Bunch. even the- like, like based off the Brady Bunch. At, and the intro. The intro had the Brady Bunch intro. Squares. So it had uh, Wanda dealing with her pregnancy. Uh, Vision, I guess Vision, it was, it was Wanda and Vision movie. dealing with both of them, right? Yeah, they're both like getting the house ready and then... Uh, yeah. Wanda ends up having the baby and uh, essentially shit just hit the fan, man. Yeah, we got (sighs) Wiccan and Speed confirmed for uh, the MCU now. We've got Young Avengers. We've got a couple uh, more eerie plants throughout the episode with the doctor saying essentially I can't escape here and Agnes and Herb. Herb, is that the guy's name? We're having some type of little chat. Yeah, like this this little offbeat chat that uh, Vision catches a little bit of where it's like, uh, what is she doing here in reference to uh, Geraldine, who hasn't yeah. been 100% confirmed to be that yet, to be the character that we all probably know she is, <laughs> which is Monica Rambo, because yeah. they haven't yeah. said it's Monica Rambo. But uh, I feel like they have to mention it in the next episode because they're going to start showing shit on that world. Yep. So at the end of episode four, Wanaka. Wanaka. <laughs> Wanda Wanda banishes Geraldine from it's I guess it's revealed that Westview is this this portal into a world of sitcoms. Yeah, it's like a pocket reality. It's looks like um I don't know, it doesn't do you think that Wanda must be work or not Wanda uh monica who's who's geraldine she is definitely working for sword like that seems like it's pretty yeah. much well yeah she had the sword little pendant thing remember? yeah and that's when she was like what is that so that was her that was just that was something she was actually wearing it wasn't something that wanda was seeing right yeah okay yeah, like it was literally on her all right so that, like the little thing slipping in mm-hmm. like with the helicopter oh so it's like wanda it wanda okay so Wanda's catching glimpses from the other reality, essentially. And they're, they're like mixing and matching, which makes me think that uh, essentially that world and the world that Mon- or, uh, that Wanda's in are going to fucking converge 
and it's going to become like one big reality. And I think that's, what's going to, I think that's, what's going to fuck everything up. I mean, that's what it seems like. It's it's, Yeah. I mean, is that essentially, that's kind of what, what happened throughout the, the big, the big part of what happened this episode. I can't think, remember too much. Else. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Wanda confronts Mon or Geraldine and uh, boots her. And then they do the cool aspect ratio thing where it goes from being the 70s sitcom to widescreen thing. That makes me cream my pants. Yeah. And then vision comes back in and he's like, Oh, rah, 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 rah. and Wanda's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, the i run this shit now we don't need no geraldines and um i mean she's always been running this shit and you see her become a villain for the first time at mm-hmm. least she has that evil look on her face yeah there was a bit of a um ominous music that was, that kind of played in the background of the score and then just like the way she confronts geraldine with like the what did you say about my brother yeah, pietro who which you and I both have talked the fact that they're dropping all these Quicksilver Pietro references we're at least getting one Quicksilver who's most likely Aaron Taylor Johnson because he was already in the MCU but my bet's on us getting Evan Peters and I think we're going to get both of them and I feel like there's going to be it's either going to be someone's going to take over what if like they just brought over Quicksilver like what if they just like he just stayed in the universe and then like that was just the Quicksilver and there's just no mention of the fact that he's from another movie universe. Well, no, like he's from another universe and he gets like, you know how like the Flash does that shit? Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, they'll pull like another Flash from another universe and he'll just become a part of the main world. That's where like the whole multiverse shit gets all convoluted and funky, yeah. but that's the whole joy of it. Who do you uh, think the, uh, the actor is that Paul Bettany said that he worked with that he always So, wanted? So something that I was thinking about was... Um, Someone did mention that it could just be Benedict Cumberbatch because they've never technically been in a scene together. Mm, good point. And like that would be the that would make the most sense. But he That's was not fun. But he said some he said something that wasn't leaked. Like like stuff gets leaked, and Doctor Strange oh, has yeah. been like kind of leaked a little. So I feel like Paul Bettany's a little up to date enough to know like no, they, there's a real literally something that no one knows. Yeah, so, I mean, if that's a scene that he did with an actor, I mean, it'd be pretty batshit if it was just like Tobey Maguire, like, like. <laughs> Yo, what if it's Deadpool? He loves that multiverse bouncing around shit. Do you think they would have brought? You think they would have brought him into the universe as soon? Boy, yeah, I don't. I, an absurd way to start it, yeah. unless it's like, unless they do House of M in reverse and she creates mutants in the the show, then you could do like a funny post credit scene with him after the end of the show i, I mean paul bettany said that the ending is gonna like rock the whole mcu so like i yeah i feel like that means it's gotta be mutants or it's gotta be somebody big like yeah, what if it yeah, was or fu- like a new big bad what if it was fucking hugh jackman coming back as wolverine it'd be wild i i i'm in the firm belief still that i don't i think logan was such a perfect movie that i yeah. i'd rather them just like go down and like cast Zac Efron or someone like 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 yeah. a, like someone yeah. more in him too someone more in tone someone more in tone of like the actual comic book yeah. Wolverine little to guy. get the little like like they wanted um did you know who they originally wanted to be Wolverine I feel like I do but I forgot Bob Hoskins 
Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, like, but he was what he's what Wolverine is in the comics. He's kind of a short, hairy, like, kind of like thicker guy. And um, who even fits that description nowadays? That's uh, there is really Danny no DeVito. one. But Danny DeVito is too old. He's short and thick, but he's too old. So I'm talking. I'm talking someone young, and I think Zac I mean, Efron. Uh, yeah, obviously not Danny DeVito. It's well, I know. Pitch. I think Zac Efron should be him, just because more so. And I'd rather see Taron Edgerton take something else. Zac Efron is low key hairy. That's what the, the hairiness makes it. It's the most important part. Yeah. I don't want no Matt Damon, the Martian CGI bearding. Yeah. I want full blown masculine hair. I can dig it. But I don't know who the actor is. I'm, I've been trying to think all day of who it could have been. And it could be anyone because he said, um, Paul Bettany said verbatim this it's someone I've wanted to work with my entire life. Ooh, so that means it's, that ma- that makes me think it might be as old as him. Yeah, I don't think it's Benedict Cumberbatch because Benedict Cumberbatch wasn't like Paul Bettany's yeah. low key been in the business for a while. Yeah. Like he was in a Beautiful Mind, which was two thousand. Oh yeah, also a great movie. Yeah, Benny comes didn't jump on the scene until like uh, I want to say mid two thousands, like oh seven oh eight. He started getting in those uh, like BBC roles. Yeah, so Sherlock was like twenty eleven. Yep, so that's why I'm thinking, like, it's got to be something else. Yeah. Daniel Day. He's coming yep. Galactus. Yeah, actually, that'd be fucking wild. <laughs> got a, uh, like, a legit actor to be the next big bad. Like, someone who would never do a Marvel movie. Or unless it's Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. As Doctor Doom. I can dig that. Which, that would fit, too, because Giancarlo's been around since 1980. Yeah. He rides oh. a motorcycle. Lives yes, in Santa he Fe. yes he does uh, yeah i don't know the actor who it could be but we've been talking theories pretty much since uh the episode dropped friday and i think i'm starting to think that there is a chance that they're gonna end up going i don't know if they, they would have the balls to do it but i feel like this show's already enough of a risk that it could go where they end up actually going to hell because i mean mephisto's definitely he's He's gonna show up one 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 he one of these episodes, better. huh? He fucking better. Yeah, I've been like all in on the Mephisto train. I mean, honestly, it's getting more traction. So I, you, you called it before. You're the first person that really started to say it, and now I'm starting to see more articles like uh, Mephisto. It might be Dottie in the show, and Mephisto that would might, be interesting. Mephisto might be in plain sight, and obviously Agnes is probably Agatha Hard. I fucking. Heart, I got the Harkness heartbreak. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm more so like, I don't know where the show's going to go. And that to me is the most important thing when it comes to any mm-hmm. of these. Uh, Cause I know, obviously I know the house of M Wanda destroys the mutant race, but obviously there's no mutants yet. So it could, it could be a twist of her creating the mutants, but also if you ever notice Kevin Feige doesn't completely follow the arc of the comics like he he takes like obviously i think infinity war you could say was probably the most like dead accurate in terms of like comic to screen adaptation with how it kind of well civil war was pretty close obviously like they didn't have all the characters (laughs) but i think it was a pretty good adaptation of the civil war but i even that like he takes a lot of liberties with how some of the plot plays out so, so I think that that's the thing that makes me most excited is that even if I know some of the comic stuff, like, mm-hmm. like I knew everyone was going to die at the end of Infinity War, but the fun part about it is like, who's going to die or yeah, like, and who, like, how do they get them back? 
yeah like that's the whole like so like even if we kind of know like there's a she's most likely going to create the mutants or bring some some type of cataclysmic event to the mcu probably involving the mutants it's like but what could it be how could she do it does wanda turn bad it's just there's so much going on right now that i'm super i'm just into it and i'm glad that we have a weekly show that for some reason i kept thinking was only six episodes but it's actually nine yeah and it's gonna carry like literally i think the week before uh winter falcon winter soldier also the other thing i'll say about this whole uh, mephisto thing is a lot of people saw apparently there's a lot of references in the loki trailer to like hell and like they think that like maybe mephisto and and like wandavision and loki will put tie together too i could see that mephisto maybe could be the big bad of this uh this phase well they're saying well they're saying that like the 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 one page that i read um said that maybe mephisto is like the phase four villain because then Mm -hmm. kang and the conqueror will come in around phase five so like they think like because there isn't a big bad right now so they need someone to kind of like the overarching but my my money kind of like could be wanda and maybe or maybe or maybe it could be like the loki thanos thing where like wanda is the one they're fighting but mephisto is the one pulling the strings Mm -hmm. and that's maybe what i think could happen because then it makes mephisto more of almost like it makes him even more grander and the and yeah, he's like the uh the schemer you know pulling mm-hmm. the strings yeah. puppet master which is another fantastic four villain that could be uh maybe that'll end up in the movie i don't Boom. know yeah i mean is there Good anything show. else shout out any... megan mcdonald verve yes. client wrote the episode yes i thought it was sick shout out to vision too he's in the show he also is in the show anything else he's you want half, to talk about it half the name mm-hmm <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about with this show, or do you want to jump into the news? Uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for me. All right. Well, so uh, we'll obviously talk about WandaVision next week when episode four comes out, right? Yes. And I've heard episode Paul Bettany did say episode four is a lot of shit that happened. So yeah, I think, I think the uh, dam is about to burst. I think the dam burst with the last five minutes of that episode, but I think I think the entire fucking what's bigger than the dam. The, uh, the two dams. The two dams are gonna break now. <laughs> yeah. Too damn, too furious. <laughs> Ooh, uh, spoiler alert! That one's uh, that one's coming up next. <laughs> the news. Uh, so nothing's really. Um, it's been kind of kind of starting to feel like it's getting a little bit chaotic in the film industry. I feel like things are oh, kind of kicked back into gear. Some more things are going into production. Uh, it was announced earlier today that a Harry Potter TV series is reportedly in development for HBO Max. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's really anything together except for the IP being utilized. That's essentially the only news they have. They don't have any yeah. plot down. They don't have any writers hired. They're just trying to figure out a way to make it a series. They are hearing pitches, though. And- which So that's going to be a while for that even takes off. Yeah. But that's, that's obviously going to be huge for HBO Max. To me, that's the most. Imp- that's that's that the could big be the one. Next Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the one that'll get HBO Max into the like the stratosphere. Like that's yeah. the big that's the big money maker for them. Be there. Uh, I mean, they'll probably get there to like the Netflix level before that show comes out. But that could be one that. Like, that's the property at the top. Well, that's the one. That's the property that'll make people get HBO Max. Who's like yeah. there? There hasn't been like a show or anything that's make like the movie thing is cool and all, but like. 
it's it there isn't something where someone's like wow hbo max like that's why i gotta get it that'll be Mm -hmm. that'll be it yeah as i've talked about hbo max every week hbo max isn't quite there yet yeah they they did have something come out this week though transition to the next bit of news yes big heavyweight trailer came out yesterday for uh the hbo max original movie i guess now god godzilla versus kong it is the culmination of three other movies godzilla kong skull island which is low-key one of the more underrated blockbusters in the past couple years and godzilla king of the monsters which was a movie that i didn't i wasn't actually the biggest fan of but um there are a couple cool fight scenes in it so but this one obviously we've talked about it at uh last week when the release date was announced to be pushed up two months to march 26th i think um we have you know we basically you have godzilla versus kong that's like what else do you need yeah uh it seems like godzilla uh, starts attacking kong has to try to fight him uh there's rumors that it's gonna be mecha godzilla is the main villain so my my theory is you know got maybe maybe mecha godzilla is the one destroying the cities people think like he's gonna be wearing a skin suit (laughs) which i think would be unreal and stupid and also fucking awesome but yeah it sounds like mecha godzilla is probably going to be the one who's doing everything that everyone's going to think it's godzilla godzilla is going to fight kong and then they're going to join forces and just kick the shit out of mecha godzilla and like if that's two and a half hours of that i'll watch it like that's yeah i don't give a shit about the humans in these movies like yeah like they keep cutting to the humans in the trailer it's like no i don't give a shit about that little girl or that man but i mean hey like if they end up figuring out a way to make them important but i'm and unless, like enjoyable. unless Millie Bobby Brown turns into Mothman or whatever that thing is called, Mothra. Yeah, Mothman. <laughs> unless that happens, I don't give a shit about her character. Yeah, arc. I just want to see those. Uh, this movie is solely a spectacle. Um, it stinks that I'm probably not going to be able to see it in a big theater. This is the type of movie you want to go see in a theater, but. Well, you'll be in LA. You could drive out to Vegas or whatever those theaters are open. I mean, I could go to the movies here. That's the shitty part because they because mm. it, it'll be open. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd rather see it in at home just to be safe. But yeah. um, wear a mask. This episode's brought to you by masks. Starring Jim Carrey. Yeah, the green one. Uh, night mask for going to sleep. Uh, face masks like in um, like Jason versus Freddy. That's not the movie. It's Freddy versus Jason. Read a fucking book. But Jason set. Jason wears the mask, and also like skincare masks. All those are good, and they all pay me money to say that. Yes, they did. But yeah, I just want to see Godzilla and Kong fight. God, yeah. Kong looks like a motherfucker in this. He's absolutely that gigantic. old stick thing. Yeah. He's absolutely gigantic because, and everyone's been saying. Oh, how is King Kong that big? There shouldn't be the same size. And maybe if you watched Kong Soul Island, the lore is okay, that it's... he was a baby. Boom, well, he wasn't bitch. a baby; he was a kid. And now, now he's all fully grown, and he's as big as Godzilla. And he has yeah. to be that big because they how the fuck are they gonna fight each other? Yeah, because they need a movie. So yeah, yeah. Stop asking stupid yeah. questions. Godzilla's not real. Fucking come to your house and kill you. Yeah, with why am I wearing Godzilla out in Godzilla outfit? Yeah. What else? Although I am Team Monkey, not Team Lizard. Oh, I mean the big one is 
I figured out the last story we can go into. Let's hear it. Delay, delay, delay. Uh, <laughs> everything's kind of been delayed again. We're still holding on to hope that Black Widow comes out May 9th. Doubt it. Fast and the Furious is supposed to come out, I'm pretty sure, late April. That one, I mean, that'll probably come out in theaters because Universal's pretty dead set on letting their movies come out because it's just going to go straight to video on demand anyway. Yeah. I don't know about Fast and the Furious because that one they might try and hold out because they know people will go see it in theaters. So we'll have to see. But for right now, those are the only two movies that seem like they're coming out in the first half of the year besides all the HBO Max ones that are going to come out directly to HBO Max. The biggest one for me is, of course, No Time to Die was pushed from April to October again. So this marks... This will be two and a half years since No Time to Die was supposed to come out originally. Yeah. It was supposed to come out in November. Oh, or, wait, that would be just two years, not two and a half. No, it was, it was only November 19th or November 2019, right? Yes. And then it got pushed again and it just keeps getting pushed. We're never going to see No Time to Die. We'll be okay. I'm sure James has some good shit in store for us. What else got pushed? We have the Kingsman was pushed. The Kingsman. The Kingsman was pushed to August 30th, I think it says. March 12th to August 20th. You have Bob's Burgers, which was set for April 9th, has just been taken off the release calendar oh, yeah. entirely. It'll probably just come down, come out online. On It'll come out on Hulu, probably. Yeah. You've got... Nightmare Alley, the new Guillermo del Toro uh, suspense drama, December 3rd now. You've got the supernatural movie or supernatural thriller Antlers, which was supposed to come out last year, is now coming out October 29th. You have Ghostbusters, Cinderella, Morbius. I forgot there was a Cinderella movie coming out. Yeah, by Sony. Uh, coming oh, out what? later in the coming out later in the year. Uh, <laughs> fucking yeah i mean i don't know i my, all right so there's been a lot that's happened the past couple of weeks uh certain change changing of the hands for me for the country by the way just for eric yeah just eric for got a new president we're still stuck with the old guy so i feel more confident that by like august think the the vaccine will have probably been distributed e evenly enough that there won't be it theaters will be able to open and at least kind of float above water i don't i don't see i don't see it ever getting back to a point at least this year where it's going to be like a full house theater because i just don't yeah. think i don't think that's gonna no people aren't as it's been shown for the past like year things don't kind of just change the day like someone will say like oh it's it's okay to do this now like Movie theaters were open for a while. People just weren't going. You know, that's why mm -hmm. that's why we have now HBO Max releasing everything day and date because no one saw Tenet. I mean, I did, but this mm -hmm. the uh, guilty. I did not see it in theaters. Yeah. Uh, it's because you were a good boy. Even though in Canada, I was probably safe because there were like no cases back then, and they shut back up. I think by like October when No Time to Die comes out, I think that's when we're going to see No Time to Die. I think that we're going to get, yep, we're going to get to a point where things are going to start. The theatrical experience is not disappearing. 
Yeah. I think it's, I think it might have a, a little bit of a surge, like rebirth, uh, renaissance type of situation. I just people are dying to go to the movies. I just don't think we're ever going to get back to a point where a movie like Run, Happiest Season, those movies come out straight to uh, or go to theaters. I think those are going to now all go to streaming. And I think the move there's going to be like 20 movies that come out in theaters a year, and they're all going to be just IP related. Then, and it's 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 the scary thing that every film bro and film buff and and self proclaimed asshole, know. yeah. Which I know, and I agree. It does suck that those movies will probably never like you. We're probably you and I never going to get the chance to have our first movie if we're lucky enough to make one go to theaters. Like that's just unless it's a fucking Marvel movie or something. You got to set the bar higher, dog. No, I'm just... That, no, I mean, that's just realistic business. I'm just... I'm saying it like I have faith that that could happen. I'm just saying logistically, now that they're streaming, why the hell would someone want to pour $50 million into some guy's movie when they could lose... When they could probably get it more so through streaming? And it's just easier for people to get shit made now because you need content versus movie theaters will just become more like a theme park like they'll just become more of like an event it'll become closer to broadway where it might be a you're just fucking spitting my take back in my face those are two things that i said to you you know that i've said that before okay i think i'm pretty sure we both said it to each other and agreed yeah i felt that for a while but i'm talking like it's gonna become like 80 dollar fucking tickets to go to movies like shit's gonna Like, it's going to be like, you're going to, if you're going, you're going to be lucky enough to be able to see that shit in theaters. Like, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. eh, Broadway used to be cheap. (laughs) Yeah, but it didn't happen in a year. No, I'm saying like, that's where the, I think that's the path we're going to. It's not going to happen now. Like, I'm saying like, the more, the more that this shift towards movies going straight to streaming the more that it's going to become more of a luxury to go to the theater as opposed to like, it's just an event that people do. Like it'll be kind of, it'll turn into a a theme park. Like I said, Mm -hmm. I don't know how we got on this. There were some delays. (laughs) I don't have, I don't think there was any other news unless you know anything from your big, important job. Yeah. Yeah. My job's so important. (laughs) Uh, I had nothing I can say on air. Yeah, I mean, so, I, uh, I I did learn something about something, but it's not anything. I'm, I'll Tomb Raider two added a director. Uh, that's that's cool. Yeah, it's the showrunner Misha Green from Lovecraft Country is now directing. Oh yeah, I saw that. I got an email about that. Yeah, I'm very excited because I was actually a fan of the first Tomb Raider. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I didn't see it. Yeah, I thought Alicia Vikander was pretty badass and Walt. And my boy Walt Goggins is the villain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fun. I'm excited for that one. Didn't even know that Ben Wheatley like left that movie because he was originally the one directing it. Oh, <laughs> I guess he left. Seems that way. But yeah, that's about it for news. Um, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing else that really caught my eye or anything. Nothing game changing. We talked about pretty much the most important stuff. Yeah, that happened over the week. Uh, I think we got to talk about Garfield. That's right. I yep. think we just got to get into it. You think he's ready for the audition? Well, why don't you see for yourself? Come on, Odie. 
showtime. Good morning, New York. I know you're gonna flip for Odie because he sure is flipping for you. A shock collar. That's that's inhumane. Oh gosh, hot doggy. So, when does our train leave? Oh, two hours. Tickets. Chop chop. Poor Odie. He faces a future of torture, neglect, and degradation. Hey, nobody gets to mistreat my dog like that except me. I was not a fan. All right. I'll say we'll, that. We'll get to that. Okay. So Garfield, the movie, or as it's titled on screen, just Garfield, is a 2004 American live-action computer animated comedy film that was directed by Peter Hewitt. It stars Brecken Meyer. Franklin and Bash, what up? Yep. As John Arbuckle, Jennifer Love Hewitt as Dr. Liz Wilson. I think that's I don't even think she's a real character from the is she? Oh yeah, no, that's that's John's there, there is a love interest for it's, John. It's it's Liz, it's it's Liz Wilson. And uh and features Bill Murray as the voice of Garfield. Yeah. Odie Odie's a beagle in the comics, and he's some kind of random dog in the movie. Yeah. Wait, Odie was a beagle in the comics? Yeah, in, in like the little cartoon. He's not a jack russell terrier or whatever that thing was all right well that's that's our review of the movie that's, that's strike one yeah that's it Strike two not enough lasagna i don't know where to fucking start with this i had like five pages of notes that you showed me uh, should i just read off my notes and we'll go off of everything off that i mean don't read all of them because there's a lot of sh- shit but all right first the first thing i want to bring up about garfield the movie that caught my eye I know Garfield is supposed to look like a goofy cat. Did you yeah. think it was weird that he was the only thing that was computer animation and that the rest of the pets were were real? I mean, I understand why. But did it like wasn't it jarring in some scenes? Yeah. Like and the- like when he would use CGI props and then he'd like like that ball he throws to Odie or to someone and then it becomes a real ball, but it's like a cartoon when he's holding it. Just, I mean, I'm sorry, 2004 or whatever year this was. You just didn't have good CGI. Yeah, I mean, it's not I, like they could train a real cat to be Garfield, unless that's something that exists and I don't even know about. Yeah, I mean, so essentially, the more you're saying this, the more I'm thinking about that I didn't really like this movie. But I'm are just. You, are you going to try to say that you did like it? I mean, I, I I really didn't care for it at all. I enjoyed the 85 minutes i watched i don't think i liked it i had fun I did with not it enjoy my, i did <laughs> not have fun at all all right well it was unbearable for me all right well let me get into my notes all right and i like to be positive but i this one was I, rough it was it there it didn't live up to when i was a kid and i watched it it's just, no uh, joke i still don't understand the plot like the, there's a guy on tv who needs a dog yeah, his name was like Happy something, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, I know it's like a kid's movie and you don't need to worry about like character arc and shit. Happy Chapman. Yeah, great name. Known but... for his cat, Purse Nicky. For Purse Nicky. 
<laughs> All right, yeah. But like Garfield is the hero of the hero in quotes. I'm doing quotes. He's the hero of the movie, but he's just an asshole for most of the time. Like I know he saves the day in the end, but like No, I did I did what write the fuck that is down. This guy's problem? I did I did write that down a lot. I wrote um is he's selfish fuck. Garfield is a, such a prick to Odie, even when Odie, like that scene when Odie comes outside to be with Garfield after he gets kicked out, literally like being a good dude, and Garfield's just like, yo, fuck you, Odie, you piece of shit. Garfield's just fucking racist. He is. Racist to dogs. He he is. Then there's the whole, um, then there's the whole plot line when Odie gets kidnapped. Then Garfield just has this sudden change of heart because he has emotional trauma and he needs to be with a companion. He can't fucking be on his own. Fucking codependent piece of shit. Yes. Uh, he literally makes a suicide reference when he's in prison. When he's in, like, the dog prison. Which oh, is yeah. Bad. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. Uh, this, that was kind of funny. It, it was funny. You got Happy Chapman just, like, full-blown abusing fucking Odie. Like, he's got, like, the... Yeah. And everyone That's just... Chill. And everyone just loves to say, like, inhumane. Like, that was, like, the big word of the movie. It was, like, that collar is inhumane. Yeah. It made me well, kind of... That's why he's not a human. He's a dog. Garf- yeah, that's not my issue with the movie. Then Garfield decides to go to the dog show to like fuck up Liz and John's date because Odie's obviously you know the one getting all the love. And Garfield's then, down bad. And then Garfield literally takes a woman and uses her as a fucking linebacker <laughs> and says the line, "I'm hitching a ride in your moo moo," which is, and he goes right yeah. up her and he goes right up her ass like. <laughs> yeah, uh, Garfield should probably be canceled for all this shit that he did. <laughs> He's I a real problem. Garfield's a predator. Yeah. You imagine Garfield rolling into a kitchen and just seeing fucking Chris Hansen turn around and just be like, I'll just take a fucking seat, Garfield. I'll just take and a seat. And then Garfield goes, I hate Mondays. And he skedaddles. And there's Garfield 3 to catch it, to catch a, to catch I don't a know. Kitty to catch kitty boom write it uh i will also say uh oh fuck i forgot it nope i have it it's somewhere in here why you want me to say something while you're thinking about it no oh i got it uh yeah i think the movie should have been more like uh that rick and morty gazorpazorp field thing where he's like mean to john and he's like i'm gazorpazorp fucking field Garfield's dinner. Garfield's entire like character arc is just I'm a lazy piece of shit and uh, I don't want to do anything and this dog wants to be my friend. Fuck you. I'm going to dance to the black eyed peas. Yeah. They really could have made this a an interesting commentary on like depression and uh and mental illness. And make it accessible for kids, but instead, there was just a lot of dancing and product placement. Like a, a weird amount of dancing, yeah. even for this kind of um, kids movie. I have a logic gripe that I would that I know I shouldn't because it's a movie about a legit talking cat. Well, well he doesn't. He doesn't. Well, the humans. that's that's my fucking humans. logic gripe. What does yeah. it look like to humans when Garfield's doing all those activities, such as the whole like deadly train crash that almost happens remember when like all the trains yeah. almost crash you're like like 
is there just a fucking cat just like doing all the shit and like yeah i mean i yeah i i, I never really got that part of the movie either where he's like is he doing he, is- he's like weirdly smart and he can talk and all that or whatever he can talk in his head but he's also like a dumbass cat at the same time inconsistent yeah we got and then you got um dude i don't know there's like a weird sexy wendy's product placement commercial in the middle of the movie where like it's the one where like the burger is real juicy and there's just moaning mm, and and, and john and garfield's all like had like a bite of that and i just i don't know man it's yeah good. it was a weird time in like kids movies where they were trying to do adult humor but the adult humor was like really like bad and kind of gross and uh yeah my parents got divorced the year this came out so i just hate everything about this movie i don't like to say i hate a movie but i hate everything about it and uh, i wish i spent my 84 minutes this morning doing something else probably watching fucking driving his days that would have i should have gone with that i backed the wrong horse today um yeah, I mean, I'm sorry that you, I really thought that we were gonna. I thought you were gonna like this movie. I obviously kind of enjoyed it more than you. Yeah, I, I thought it was gonna be so bad it's good, but I didn't find any value in how bad it was. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It was maybe I just, maybe I just let it kind of wash over me. Just and you, you yeah. just, you know, maybe I needed to be fucked up. It's not the kind of movie you watch at 10:30 in the morning on a Monday. That the is- first line of the movie is, "I hate Mondays." And then probably set your mood pretty straight for the yeah. entirety of the runtime. Well, I, I at first I was like, yeah, I fucking feel you, dude. And then he just became an asshole. We haven't even got into the whole John plotline. Like John's fucking idiot. This yeah. whole movie, like, like he just he lets his cat. But first he loses his dog. Then he loses his cat. And, and he then- pretends to not lose his dog because he thinks that Jennifer Love Hewitt won't like him if he lost his dog. Like that is so that, stupid. Oh no, that was actually what I was gonna say to you. Is, is that like that entirety of him like having to lie to her? I'm like I'm pretty sure that's more of a way to get her to yeah to like be with you. Is like hey, I lost my dog. I feel pretty shitty. Like can you help me find him? Not yeah. Yeah. you're yeah you're way more likely to get sympathy if you lost your dog. Yeah. Now you're just a lie. Pretend you didn't. Now you're just a liar and a shitty pet owner. Like just yeah, you're you know. stupid twice. <laughs> we got and uh and then John on the first date. Remember he asks uh Liz if she could fuck, and and then like yeah, that's how he and, says it. No, he says he says like, would you like to come in? She's just like no, and then he's yeah. like only on Sundays. And I'm just like, is this girl just down to get freaky only on Sundays, the Lord's Day? Yeah, maybe no. she got some weird shit with her priest that she went through. All right, now we yeah. got a whole other. Uh, this, I don't know, man. This Where's movie's it? bothered me. <laughs> I didn't think Garfield. Was gonna, I didn't think Garfield was gonna rattle you this much. But... I didn't think so either. I thought I'd be chilling. It's 10:30 in the morning. I already got my workout in. I had breakfast. I'm feeling great. It's going to be a good day. And um, then Garfield just fucking derails my shit. <laughs> the last thing that I really, that I got to, first, the last thing I'm going to say that I feel like is kind of a negative joke to us, and then I want to pick one thing out that I think is great Okay. about Garfield, which I don't know if you're going to agree with. I, I will say one nice thing about it as well. The last, the last, <laughs> 
story that's playing about like the dog and the very heroic cat beating up Chapman. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine just sitting down on the news and hearing about like this heroic cat beat up this man and then that being like a legitimate story that's being like if I lived in this town, I would be very concerned about how much coverage local animals are getting yeah, on it's the a, news. There's a there's a whole like I know like with a movie the like dude I'm, that like clearly wants to fuck his older and more successful brother. I don't relate to that at all. The, anch- oh. the, the news anchor. Oh yeah, and then he's just like my favorite part is when he's like, "Oh my god!" And then he just like turns it off as if like yeah. that's not your like. He's just like he's ashamed that his brother is kind of a serial animal abuser, which he probably yeah, should I mean, be. Yeah, that's a good uh, a good idea to feel that way about him. Also, is John a loser? I mean, kinda. Because I don't remember, really know what he does. And remember, he says he literally grabs the dogs and he just. I and this is sweet, but also just the delivery of the line. I don't know, but he goes, "You guys are my best friends," and it, like it was yeah. sad to hear a thirty-year-old man say this. I mean, I, I I'm assuming he's supposed to be probably late or early twenties, maybe mid twenties. I think late twenties, maybe early thirties. Okay, well then, John, he's got oh, like a house. Uh, maybe I mean this is pre. Uh, the housing crisis in 2007. So maybe you could get a nice house like well, that uh, with a but, but minimum pretty, wage income. Pretty big fucking house for him to just live alone yeah. with, with a Maybe cat. he's like an ad exec or something. He, he's like weird as shit and he just they, they never lives go alone into, with his cat. They never go into what he's doing? I don't think his... they say what his job is. If they did, I didn't notice and didn't care. That's true. Uh, I don't know the entirety of the the John Arbuckle backstory to be able to to confirm. <laughs> I feel like Breckenmeyer did his best, but uh, there wasn't a lot for him to work with. I think he saw Garfield, kids' movie, probably make a decent amount of money. There is no way he did this. If 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 this was some type of artistic uh, integrity type <laughs> thing that he was trying to get across, yeah, I, definitely. <laughs> I don't know if this is the type of movie. I think this is like, oh, I could. I, can make I think some... there are better casting options for John Arbuckle out there, though. Daniel Day Lewis, exactly. Uh, at the like in two thousand four, I feel like this is like a peak. Will Ash- Ferrell, Will Ferrell would probably do a good John Arbuckle back then. That's right, coming off of Elf. Yeah, actually, John Arbuckle would be. He might be a little too older looking then. Yeah, that's true. Eh, he was pretty like, spry. He looked like, pretty youthful in Elf. I feel like Ben Stiller could be a good, could have been a good. Mm, yeah, yeah. He yeah. does the good, the exasperated, like, oh, uh, oh yeah. Garfield. Ah. Yeah, I think there needed to be a little bit more emotion from John Arbuckle because Breckenmeyer was kind of just like the stupidest fucking cat ever. Honestly, yeah, I take it back. He didn't do very good. That's not yeah. my nice yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> he was pretty bad. But no, the nice thing I was gonna say was I think Garfield. I think Bill Murray as Garfield was actually like funny. Like I think he was good. He had some good moments. Yeah, and I, I liked the beginning. Felt like just a series. I texted you this, like a series of comics. Well, that's strips. that's what made me think like, oh, he's liking the movie. And then you texted me after you were like, yo, dog, kind of hate this movie. And I was like, yeah. Well, it started <laughs> fine, and then the movie actually happened and unfolded in front of me, and I was like, what the fuck is this? It sucks that this wasn't even one of our Russian, our Russian yeah. We just picked movies. this because we're fucking stupid. Yeah, 
I thought it was going to be funny. Like I, I thought it was going to be a hit. Turns out it fucking sucks. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know how much more you can say about Garfield because you just don't like it. That's well, just... Yeah. I, I wore my cat shirt for that to show that this is a... That I'm like a knowledgeable person about cats. And that's not a good cat movie. This is your first... I think this is your first time... Might be the first between the two of us that you just didn't like a movie. Like, I yeah. think this is the We nip. usually pick decent movies. That's true. <laughs> At I... least fucking MVP, Most Valuable Primate, had a real animal, and that fucking guy could skate on ice. Like, where's Garfield doing that? So does this eliminate us doing Garfield 2 ever? <laughs> Probably, unless you, like, fucking tie me down to a chair, which don't do that, please. Um, yeah, I mean, you kind of talked me down on Garfield. Like, I'm sorry. I'm almost like I'm retros- sorry I did that. I'm like retrospective now. Like, I hate when people do that. So don't let me like, if you like it, you can like it. Like, I'm I, fine with that. I, don't th- I just did I, not I, enjoy myself. I, I, I might have actually just tricked myself into thinking I was having a good time. Like, I <laughs> feel like I feel like I was just trying to like tell myself like, I, this is I can, fine. Yeah, I can see why someone would like this. I'm having... verbal meme. It's that dog sitting in a chair and it's fire everywhere. But instead of fire, it's just Garfield, and you're the <laughs> dog in the chair. You're saying this is fine, but clearly it's not. Uh, last thing, and then we'll wrap up on Garfield. Sick meme. Yep, sick meme. Well, you're verbal gonna, meme. We should make it and post it for us. Yeah, and sell T-shirts. Exactly. All right. Last thing is, did you sit through the credits? I'm assuming not. No, I locked my iPad the second it was over. And I went and stood and stared at my reflection in the mirror. <laughs> uh, the credits were, were these weird teal filtered screen grabs of Garfield to poppy reggae music. But like the screen grabs weren't even... Weren't what even... was with the music in this movie? I, that was the other thing I was going to say. They were all like weird reggae tracks. Then like one pop hit and then just like some old like sea level early 2000s like funk song there was just i don't know but that but the credits have these screen grabs of garfield like reaction shots but they're all like really weird like they're not like you know when you see like a screen grab in a movie you know that they like planned out the screen grab perfectly so it looks cool no these are just like someone took a screenshot on their fucking computer like they just hit pause yeah command shift three no there's like i think that's it no like the character of garfield like smears across the screen and shit like oh what it looks like they literally just didn't know what to do for the credits so they were like wouldn't it be funny if hey look kids it's garfield being a goofball it's just what this... was like the what was the studio screening of this like like director turns in his cut all right we're all gonna watch it there's no way they were like yeah that's it that was you nailed it well i will say this uh the budget of this movie was 50 million dollars and it made 203 million so i mean it Jesus. did it, i mean it, it did do well <laughs> that's true i guess it did accomplish its goal of being a movie that makes money. I don't know if it had another goal like being entertaining. I think it literally, I mean, I'm sure people, I'm sure kids enjoyed it. 
yeah i mean i think i did when i first I, saw it i definitely did i own the, the dvd and would watch it religiously so oh, wow. i it, it did hit me so yeah you really had taste from day one eh that's true uh all right so nick doesn't recommend garfield i guess i i give it two lasagnas down on the <laughs> floor that was garfield uh next week nick kind of said what we're gonna do already vroom vroom but uh vroom vroom the party started but we're Remember gonna commercial with Conan? yes but we're gonna do uh too fast too furious and continue that'll yes. that'll be one that i think nickel yeah like. now we're gonna bounce back yeah um all right so since we're uh, since we didn't get to do russian movelet for what we watched uh we'll just do we'll just do the pitches this week all right let me pull up my all right i'll do mine real quick it's pretty quick but uh i told you about it this weekend when i saw you it's a third garfield that takes place after the the second one god yeah it's a dark character study uh odie gets hit by a car and garfield witnesses it because he's the one who throws the stick for Odie to go catch out in the middle of the road thinking that like you know just fuck off Odie like you're like doing the normal but turns out he kills Odie and then he goes down a deep depression of eating lasagna every day and fucking just down in gallons of milk you know mm-hmm. but, but it's like a metaphor for alcohol but it's a kid's movie yes um and then Garfield just goes down a real dark path he kills Odie it's a kid's movie yeah he kills Odie <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's just Garfield's redemption arc, and uh, but it'll be like an Aronofsky movie, and fucking Garfield will kill himself at the end. <laughs> and that's the end of the trilogy. Oh yeah, that's a fitting, fitting conclusion. And it'll be called uh, Garfield Three. Um, no, I think it'll be called Garfield Three, but like the F will just be a three. Why not the E as a three? Because this movie make well, because Fox's marketing would fuck it up the poster, so it would just it would be Gar Thrilled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can see it. Gar Thrilled. You can kind of see it too, can't you? Yeah, but I see it much clearer when it's the E, <laughs> because I... the letter E and the number three are quite similar. And let me have. I don't know if you know. Let me have this one. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll let you have it. So Garfield. Garfield. Coming to coming to Hulu in 2022, starring Bill Murray, starring Bill Murray, and directed by fucking Spike Lee. All right, (laughs) because I think he could tackle this type of. No, actually, you know what? No, it's got to be Aronofsky. It's got to be. I I think you could give Breck and Meyer a turn at the directing chair. Really let him sink his teeth into this franchise. (laughs) <laughs> the Breckenmeyer Redemption Tour. Yeah. I think they should just merge it so that instead of him being John Arbuckle, he's just fucking Franklin. Yeah, he's Franklin Bash. Yes. I think All it'd right. be very funny to name a character in a movie Franklin Bash and not not let him he like he doesn't know what that show is. And only and like most people don't know what that show is, so it only comes up every once in a while. Yeah, when I'm with you, it only comes yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, that's true. I never stop talking about Franklin Bash. You, you know me, I'm watch, a total basher. Do you watch Franklin and Bash? No, I've never seen in my life. <laughs> I actually watched an episode one time. Oh. It, was, it was actually kind of entertaining. Bash is our client, or Franklin. I don't know which one's which. Mark, Mark Paul Gosselaar is our client. Ah, so you're a big Saved by the Bill man. Yeah. 
Zach uh Morris. Morris. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Zach Woods. <laughs> I know more about your fucking I know more. Okay. I know more about uh Saved by the Bell and Franklin and Bastion. You know, I'm I'm a big well, uh, nobody knows more about Franklin and Bash than me, so let's stop you right there. All right, go on to your uh pitch, which is Franklin and Bash versus Garfield. Honestly, I could probably work that into this. Uh it's only two lines. I wrote it down at like one in the morning. Uh Jekyll and Hyde buddy comedy, chilling at the Copacabana, and I spelled Copacabana wrong. I don't know what that last part means, but I do see the image in my head of like, let's say it's Zach Woods playing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And um, yeah, doing like a weird vacation uh, sort of like game night kind of thing where there's like crime, but it's funny. And it turns uh, out yeah. Franklin and Bash are actually like the Jackal and I characters, and Franklin turns into Bash, so vice versa. Yeah, but not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was thinking of the twist would be that, like, it would basically be the prestige. Like, you think it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but really, they're just twin brothers. And one uh, of them is fucked up and does bad shit. And then the other one has to clean up after him. All played that would be by, like, that's like the premise twist. So like both played by Breck and Meyer. No, they're both played by Zach Woods. Oh, all right. That too. Cause he's tall and lanky and freaky looking. Um, and he's I like, funny as shit. I like your pitch. Thanks, man. It, it's not really anything. It's kind yeah. of an idea. I mean, we just had to almost a premise. We were, you gave me something and that's what all I asked for yeah um yeah i mean that's pretty much it uh this was honestly you know obviously a little bit of a quicker more i'd say chaotic episode because i think both of us were just we really wanted to get something out but we're tripping off that garfield shit honestly i think this was just one one of those i think this was just one of those podcasts where you were just had to let your you had to let your feelings out about garfield yeah i'll be back to normal and and chill in the next one. Who knew Garfield was going to be your fucking, the thing that would send you into it. Garfield fucking sets me off, bro. You don't even want to know. But uh, you could follow us at We Spoil Movies uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Beef Dubois. I posted my, (laughs) posted my favorite movies in 2020 today on Twitter. So you should check them out. Uh, It's a little late, I know, but I needed to do some catch up and I didn't really, I caught up on like two movies. Uh, you can follow Nick at at Bank of America on Twitter and at Nick L. Madsen on Instagram. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll be back next week to do Too Fast, Too Furious. That'll be more of an upbeat episode. I think Nick's going to hopefully enjoy that Boom. one. Would suck if, I mean, I don't know. I think if I like Too Fast, Too Furious, you're going to like Too Fast, Too Furious. You like Garfield. We can trust you again. That's true. My taste is shot. That's yep. it. Um, one miss and you're out. But, uh, and I'm sorry that Nick's opinion on Garfield now probably shut down our chances at viewing the 2006 sequel, Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. Um, maybe I'll convince you later down the line when we need a movie to do. I'm sure we could find another one. <laughs> I'm sure we won't watch every movie that's ever made. We'll see. Except we'll, we'll for see. that. Maybe we'll do Garfield Revisited again for like our 100th episode. I fucking hope not. I'm <laughs> um, sick for the hundredth episode then. But uh, I will. I will not waste my time watching this movie again. 
I think I, I hold you personally responsible. That's true. I was the one who picked this one. I said, let's do Garfield. You said, good idea. It was not. I did. I did agree. Idea, but it was not to a good my, idea. Yeah. No, that was bad judgment on me for thinking you were using good judgment. This is true. But you, you live and you learn. Uh, but and yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back next week. Bigger episode. Too fast. Too furious. Uh, Paul Walker. Good shit. I hate Mondays. Garfield was a good movie. Coming on Mondays. That's what they say. All right. Have a great night, everybody. Or day. Are you ready?